Hey there, welcome to Searching for Service. Do not adjust your dials. It is Joe as host today. So uh, yeah, thanks for coming. We've got great guests today that I'm really excited to introduce you to. And just as a reminder, we are presented to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. Kyle, are you excited to be back? I'm back. I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, man, we got Kyle Kyle Haugen back from uh, Prior Lake Rotary Club. He's got 27 different titles that I could go into. But um, today we're going to be speaking about – well, we're going to talk about a lot of different things. but. You yeah. guys just got back from a trip in Uganda and Kenya mm-hmm. that we'll get into. But before we get into anything, I do want to remind our listeners our pr- purpose of this show. And the purpose of Searching for Service is to activate current Rotarians and really push people out there that are non-Rotarians to serve their communities. And, and what we believe is that Rotary is the best vehicle for serving our communities. There's many um, many of them out there, um, but you know this show is really dedicated to having amazing guests on that tell great stories and you know really highlight compelling projects that we work on. So that's what we're all about here. Absolutely, and you guys do a good job at it. Oh, thank you. And it's just me today. I know. I'm, I feel, I'm, I'm I feel lonely. Dis- I feel lonely. I, 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 I'm, I'm disappointed seeing as though, you know, I guess the last time I was here was the show before Kelly gave birth to your daughter. That's that's right. And, and, and since then, Chad has come aboard as well, and neither of them are here, and they're the two that I actually <laughs> would want to see say hi to. So, it's, um, it, you know, whatever. <laughs> it, it's so funny. And Kyle, if you don't mind introducing our third uh, person on the show today, it's Shafi. Yeah. But I thought it... That yeah. you introduced. I, I brought uh, along as we're talking about all things, uh, you know, Prior Lake Rotary travel to Africa and a little bit about the Music Fest as well. Mm-hmm. Shafi Kenyare, uh, who is a one of our newer club members, uh, joined me in Africa. So um, great to get his his insights there as well. Um, and uh, and also it was his first time going through the Music Fest. So again, great to get some. Fun experiences there. So Shafi's uh, joining us remotely today, but uh, but yeah, Shafi's awesome. Shafi, thanks uh, for joining us, bud. Th- thank you guys so much. Um, it's a great opportunity to you know be involved with this programming, and it was a it was a really joyful and eye opening trip that I went with Kyle. And uh, before before that, I did not know you know how long I would stay in. Um, Rotary Club at Prior Lake, but now my life has changed. So I can only say thank you to the Rotary Club of Prior Lake. Wow. Well, let's get into that a little bit. So how long ago did you join? About a little bit. Uh, I would say nine months. is heading to a year now. Okay. So you're just um, a little baby. Just, get I'm it. a little Everyone baby. I just, I did, I did transfer for the Burnsville locate, um, Burnsville Rotary Club. Um, and I really enjoyed this club. A really vibrant club, and uh, I feel like I'm home. I grew up in Mankato, and I never felt like Prior Lake is a home to me now. So, well, that's awesome. And then you you decided to tackle an international trip within your first year. That's that's pretty impressive as well. Um, I did join a couple of committees while I was in the Rotary Club, and one of them was with Kyle with the international committee. And I'm I'm planning to take more lead in that. And I was like, I I got the opportunity to go to Africa, and I haven't been in a while. And I thought it was a good um, place to represent uh, Prior Lake Rotary Club. So that's awesome. And Shafi, do you want to give a little bit of your background on the on the you know both the Africa part and the refugee part as well? Because I think that that certainly created about seven extra dimensions within within the trip too uh yes so for me the biggest thing was i am the only african in the prior lake community like prior lake club but to go there as a refugee representing our club was huge for me you know and some of the areas that we focus on water hygiene and all those things like i experienced that firsthand growing up in Africa as a refugee coming to the United States. So from my experience, it was just 
it was mind blowing. So it's a you, life so you really went full circle, like you yeah, left, correct? You correct. substantiated yourself here, and then you went back and were able to serve the very communities that were just like the ones that you left. That's that's pretty amazing story, and I'm excited to get more into that and in uh, one of our next segments here. But I do, I do have to pivot gears really quick. Uh, Kyle and I were talking a little bit uh, before the show, and he had just mentioned that he's 24 hours into um, the Prior Lake Rotary Club's foreign exchange student from Spain, and he was just sharing the experience of um, welcoming this student. Yeah, yeah, we have uh, a young man, Carlos. <clears throat> Uh, Martinez Gonzalez, who's a 15-year-old from northern Spain, and uh, and we have a five-year-old and almost an eight-year-old that both – well, our five-year-old's going to kindergarten this year, but they go to the Spanish Immersion School in Prior Lake. So I figured it was a good time for us to be a host family, and so we picked him up at the airport yesterday afternoon and brought him home, and so we are uh, – yeah, for the first time as as host parents, I've done it three times growing up w- with my parents, where I was a host sibling. Um, but this is a new experience now that all of a sudden we have uh, a 15 year old boy in our house, and <laughs> and it was uh, um, not to make any light of it whatsoever because I'm excited. But it's uh, uh, last week we were driving through the neighborhood, and my wife pointed out that one of our neighbors just got a dog. And and she kind of wants a dog. I don't want a dog because I know who's going to be responsible for said dog. Right. And I said, we're skipping the spaniel. We just we're getting a Spaniard instead. <laughs> and so thank you for laughing because she didn't think it was funny. Everybody else has so far. But uh, but no, Carlos is going to be a great addition to the family and uh, a awesome. really nice kid. He's very excited this afternoon. He's a big Real Madrid soccer fan and they play at 2:30 and I showed him that we do have that channel. Oh good. So he's very excited for he and my son to uh watch that match this afternoon. So Well that's great. Mm-hmm. Now I really wanted to bring that up just because youth exchange has been such a huge component Absolutely. of you know this show. It seems like it's that that thread that really seems to connect a lot of the guests together and um it it sounds like it's a rite of passage for it, for, for most a little bit a little bit it's kind of like working at Target in Minnesota <laughs> <laughs> you got to do it and and we I mean and I one of the foreign exchange students we had when I was growing up when I was a freshman in high school um, I still consider her my fake sister you know mm-hmm. I'm 45 years old now and and they're the English wing of our family and you know hopefully over spring break next year we're going to take the kids over to see them and. Um, and I mean, she's, she's my sister that I never had and the daughter, my parents never had unless, until at least my brother and I got married. But, uh, uh, those relationships are lifelong and teach you all about cultural understanding and how the world isn't as big as it may seem. Yeah. And how many youth exchange students did Prior Lake do this year? We just have one. One. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. We're not uh, crazy like Northfield and do you know seven or eight or know, ten right? or twelve. Like, yeah. We'll just do one and <laughs> call it good. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. I, I remember having that. Uh, gosh, who was who was the guest that talked about uh, Northfield and Rotary Exchange? And, oh gosh, I don't. But I mean, we, yeah. Literally, we're like yeah, seven or eight at a time. I'm like. Yeah. yeah, that that coordination effort is pretty incredible. That is, that is. Shafi, you want to take that up and coordinate seven or eight inbound exchange students for Prior Lake? Uh, I would. <laughs> One day I will. Yeah. I have two kids under two at this moment. No, I love, so I love the reaction. You're like, I want to say yes, but he's like, ah, that sounds. Oh my god, he, Joe, he's in the same boat as no, you. One, one day, Kyle. Yeah, when, Shafi, no, one when, day, Kyle. But right now, Kyle knows I have two under two, so yeah, my when, house is. And remind me, when was the when was your youngest daughter born? Uh, February twentieth. Okay, so yeah, just the, before yours, Joe. <laughs> you're in, you're in similar weed territory as uh, Kelly and I. We have we have a five month old right now. So, and then also a six and an eight year old. So you know, <laughs> we get that joy too. <laughs> Actually, it's it's fabulous. I don't know. We're, we'll, we'll we'll move off the rotary subjects and we'll just talk about three dads of kids that are eight and under here and just go. Okay, here's life. <laughs> You know, I think just to kind of wrap up this segment, we got a couple minutes left. Shafi, 
why don't you go ahead and share what your favorite experience so far in your prior like rotary experience? Which what's your favorite? I hope he's still there. I hope he's still there. Yeah. He might not be. Well, what's your favorite? Oh, what's my favorite? What's, what's your favorite for, for him? <laughs> you know, um, he uh, it, it, to be to watch him interact with a lot of the refugees in Nakavali refugee settlement, and um, you know, be able to go up to a group and just say, "I'm I'm one of you." Mm-hmm. Where he he was, uh, you know, he he and his brothers and sisters were um, born in Somalia and then fled to a refugee camp in Kenya. And then came to Mankato, which I'll have to brag for Shafi. It's pretty cool. I think I think I have this right that he is one of twelve, and all of them have college degrees from Mankato State. Wow, which which is I mean, nobody in a family of twelve has twelve college degrees. (laughs) Maybe one of them has twelve degrees, but uh, yeah, it's pretty cool from that standpoint. But for him to have those conversations uh, was was really neat to see from my perspective. I agree. I think that that was that's amazing. Shafi, good to have you back, bud. Uh, thank thank you. I'm having a lot of connection problems. I'm sorry, fellas. No, no worries. All good. We'll just roll with it. But we're going to roll out of this uh, segment. And just as a reminder, you're listening to Searching for Service, and I'm Joe Kirk. And with me is Kyle Haugen. Oh, am I, am I like kind of second chair today? Second chair today. <laughs> and you're listening to Searching for Service. We'll be right back. For decades, eradicating polio worldwide has been Rotary's cornerstone cause. We are incredibly close to ridding the globe of this virus, but we need everyone's help to get us to the goal. World Polio Day is October 24th. Please consider making a new donation to Polio Plus or increasing your already generous giving. Go to npolio.org to be a part of this historical eradication of polio. You will help get vaccinations to the most remote parts of our world and help fulfill a promise we made to end polio now. Two drops and it stops. Exciting news for Minnesota Rotarians. A Rotary International site review team is visiting the Twin Cities for three days. That's because we're under consideration to host the worldwide 2029 Rotary International Convention. So let's unite and showcase the spirit of Minnesota and our Rotary enthusiasm on Wednesday, September 27th at the Nicollet Island Pavilion in Minneapolis. It's got the best views of Minneapolis bridges and the skyline. There will be hors d'oeuvres, a cash bar, and live music from one of our own, St. Paul Peterson, who is the president-elect of Rotary Club of Edina. Registration is $25 and can be done through your own club or district website. Plus, there's plenty of free parking. Again, that's Wednesday, September 27th from 6 until 8 p.m. at the Nicollet Island Pavilion in Minneapolis. Come early at 5.30 and help greet our guests. So wine, dine, and mingle with visiting international state and local dignitaries on September 27th as we push for Minnesota to host the worldwide 2029 Rotary International Convention. Rotary is a place for all community-minded people who want to serve their areas with the support of an international organization. Join Rotary to find service. Join Rotary to find inclusion. Join Rotary to find leadership. Join Rotary to find fun. Join Rotary to find friendship. Join Rotary to find a better version of the world. Find a Rotary club near you at rotary.org and click on Club Finder. There is a club out there for everyone. Find your fit with Rotary. Rotary Rotary.org. Are you ready to make a difference in your community? Rotary is a great place to get involved in your community and meet passionate groups of people, as well as individuals dedicated to service and fellowship. At Rotary, we believe in the power of teamwork to bring positive change. As a member, you will have the opportunity to participate in exciting projects that address local and global challenges. From supporting educational initiatives to environmental conservation, we tackle it all. Joining a Rotary Club means becoming part of a diverse family of individuals who share a passion for giving back and having fun while making positive impact. With projects and events that enrich your community, there's something for everyone, from local initiatives to international collaborations. It doesn't matter what culture or country you come from. What matters is that you want to belong to a group that strengthens communities and creates lasting change. There's a place for 
everyone at Rotary, regardless of age or background. Learn more by searching for a Rotary Club in your community and visiting. Together, let's make a difference. Rotary People of Action. Of the things we think, say, or do. Is it the truth? Is it fair to walk Rotary to serve your community and the world with honesty, fairness, and goodwill. Our four-way test guides our actions every day. Is it the truth? Is it fair to all concerned? Will it build goodwill and better friendships? Will it be beneficial to all concerned? These values underpin our commitment to making a positive impact on the world. Learn more about your local Rotary Club and stop searching and start serving. And the song you're hearing now was performed by Rotary Club of Dar es Salaam Oyster Bay. Hey, hey, welcome back to Searching for Service. I'm Joe Kirk. And just as a reminder, you can find us on any of your podcasting platforms by searching for Searching for Service. There you go. And, and you can and, rate them too, right? That's right. We like comments and likes and five gold stars. I tried to give mine uh, from last time. I tried to give it three, but you could only rate the podcast itself. Not oh. each individual episode, so I couldn't uh, down downgrade my uh, my episode. But. That's that's fine. Out, it came and hit you with a tack <laughs> hammer anyway. But <laughs> and then, do we still have Shafi on? No, doesn't sound doesn't like sound we have Shafi. Okay, okay, all right. Well, what do you want to talk about instead, Joe? Well, let's talk about the trip. I mean, yeah. the, the whole idea of having you back on is to talk about this amazing trip. It's great to have some insight from Shafi here early yeah. on, and then. Um, yeah, so let's give us a little update on that. So it's Uganda and Kenya, correct? correct. Yeah, okay. so it was uh, – the original plan for the trip was to go back to Uganda. I had been there in, in 2019 and to go back for World Refugee Day, which is uh, June 20th, um, partly because they have big celebrations for World Refugee Day, including um, a couple of the people in the Nakavali Rotaract Club have created and put on a – Soccer tournament for peace for like, you know, 13 to 15 to 16 year olds. Uh, and, and the final match is on World Refugee Day. And, and in the two years they've done that, I've helped raise the funds for it. So I wanted to be there for that. Um, but also to check on, you know, different projects that that our club and, and a couple global grants that we've we've sponsored with the help of, I think between the two global grants, there's something like 55 or 60 Rotary clubs uh, from not only around Minnesota and the two districts, um, but around the United States and and a lot of districts supporting it too. Um, there's a lot to go see in Nakavali, and uh, and so that was the main part of the trip. And then our, our club also did a a project with um, Global Water First, which is the social benefit corporation version of H2 Open Doors, which I know you've had a couple other guests that have talked about um, the involvement in water water filtration systems and water enterprises mm -hmm. down in Guatemala. Guatemala yep. we, um, we provided the financial support for a water filtration or a water enterprise in Kenya. And so it was one of those things that I kind of went, well, as long as we're in Africa, might as well go to Kenya as well. So um, we got to um, – we went for about a day and a half is all, but I figure it's like from here to Denver. So let's just hop on a plane and go over. And so we went into the Maasai Mara and uh, and got to see where that water filtration project has is is done and it's providing clean water and and they're just getting their licensure from the Kenyan government to be able to sell the water as well oh, which cool. not only will you know provide safe water for the first time for people in this community but also create additional sources of revenue that they can use to to provide more is social infrastructure for everybody that lives there. And what I didn't know going into it that I learned while there is the Maasai people in Kenya, you know, the Maasai tribe used to be the very strong and powerful tribe in Kenya. And over time, as 
Nairobi has gotten bigger and the uh, just the overall um, uh, sway of the big city, uh, the Maasai people have started to become a little bit marginalized and it's become even more marginalized with um, – they've gone through severe drought over the last number of years as as – you know, weather patterns and climate has changed. And so their cows are dying and their crops aren't growing Mm -hmm. because they're farmers. And so what's happening a lot is they have a lot of people either from Nairobi or from the big business world that are coming in and lowballing them offers on buying their land. And because it's something, they take that. So they're giving up their essentially ancestral land and having to then move and they move to Nairobi or whatever where they're more assimilated into the today's Kenyan society and culture. And so it's, it, was, it was very striking. Uh, it was Shafi and myself from our club, but then we also had a, uh, a lady, Elizabeth, and her daughter from Canada that went with us. And, and hearing this story um, – I kind of said, well, this this is very similar to Native Americans here in the United States. And she piped in and said, I was thinking the same thing about the the First Nation um, people in Canada where it's that marginalization of, of the culture. And so really I, I looked at um, Amos who was the leader of that group there, the organization that Global Water First partnered with. And I said, so this is more than just providing clean water and additional income. This is cultural preservation. He mm-hmm. said, exactly. And and that to me was um, was really meaningful, that part of the trip. And then certainly being in Nakavali with, with people that I met there four years ago and interacted with and seeing how they're doing and, and seeing some of the things they're doing, being there for the soccer tournament, which was just one of the coolest experiences I've ever been a part of and watching Shafi interact, it was also And cool. you said that the the soccer tournament was like teenagers. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Very cool. And, and the final match, uh, <laughs> the well, so they had a, a, a girls game. Actually, I think they started with like an adult version just as an exhibition. And then they had a girls championship match. And then the guys' championship match, and and I was talking to some other people, and wandered off to to buy something for my daughter, and came back, and I didn't know what the score was. And all of a sudden, as the game ended, you know, and, and there's a few thousand people at this match, and and they all start like from one end of the of the soccer pitch, which is just a dirt area. I mean, 20 minutes before the match started, there's trucks driving across it. Um, they start walking across the pitch. I'm like, wow, they wasted no time in just turning this back into the parking lot. What I didn't realize was the score was tied. And so they were moving out to midfield to watch the penalty shootout. And then it got to like round seven of the penalty shootout as well. So that was really cool. And at one point, Shafi and I looked at each other and I said, I want to get closer to take videos here. And I said, I think I can do that since, you know, we basically raised the money for this. And so we were out not too far from behind the uh, the kickers. And I, and I have some I have some really cool video of just showing the whole thing in those last couple of of, of uh, attempts. And one, one guy kind of peacocking his way and uh, being cute about things and then shanks it totally wide <laughs> and then the next guy co- and, and the crowd just jeering him i mean as 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 we as, would as we would you know yep. i mean it was it was anywhere and i mean me being a big sports fan it was it was very much this is this is the language of sport regardless mm-hmm. of where you are and then um when when the next kid made the winning shot and his team and their their supporters kind of mobbed them, and one of his other one of his teammates as they walked by, he was in tears. I mean, he was crying for joy at that point. So it was, it was really cool to see this community of, of people come together. And and Nakavali is, you know, there's about 150,000 people from 13 different countries. So they all live in their own neighborhoods a little bit, mm-hmm. and so seeing that national pride from. And I don't remember where that where that group was from, but but seeing that was really exciting. And and watching Shafi, who's a former soccer player, was like trying to find the number ten, you know, the guy that scores all the goals on yep. each team, and talking to them and giving them little pep talks beforehand. <laughs> that was fun too. <laughs> hey, he's back. 
no, um, Kyle, man, that tournament was so amazing. And the kids, it brought joy to them. And it was like something that's not routinely that doesn't happen. And having those kids come and actually play the sport that I love, it was just like, it was like a beautiful place, you know? And we, you know, we have a model at the Pride Lake Club, you know, doing good, serious fun. I had the best time seeing <laughs> those kids play, you know, the best time. So, you know, you'd mentioned since you'd been been back there four years ago, what was the, the largest difference <coughs> that you saw from like, did the project have a significant impact or was it more like you were coming back to old friends or? Um, the, the, I, I don't think there, there was a lot of difference. Um, that's the unfortunate part yeah. is that, well, and thanks for being honest about it. It, it, it just, it's, it, it stays the same to a certain degree. I mean, there's, there's people coming and going. I mean, it's a very, it's, it's a somewhat transient population because they're refugees that had to flee their homes, but they have nowhere else to go. So they consider themselves visitors that have been there for a generation or two, Yeah, you know? Um, and, uh, uh, you know, when I went uh, four years ago, we went with a light, which used to be called American Refugee Committee. I, that's that's who I was with at that time. So they showed me a lot of what they were doing. And this time it was more, you know, essentially I I put the trip together and, and led the group of Shafi and Elizabeth and her daughter and, and I. And we worked with the <clears throat> the refugees in camp, which was really cool because – like we would let Elizabeth and her daughter go with our driver to a relationship they had to go to that guy's house for a couple hours. And Shafi and I would just walk around with the rotor actors throughout camp. And, and it was uh, um, that was really cool because we got to see more of what it was really like and certainly not any um, – just centralized area, but you got a little bit more of the real experience. Yeah. And got to go into, you know, houses and sneaking through, you know, this little path from point A to B and, and seeing (laughs) that, seeing some of that stuff. And a couple of times I looked at Shafi and went, this is like the Disney version of this meaning that it like, it looked like it wasn't real. It's like, this is, if Disney put this in a movie to amplify how bad it was, that's what it would look like, huh. and, and and saw that a couple different times. It was just like, wow, and 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 uh, you know, but it was good having Shafi who knew some of the language there. Sure, um, I can imagine that, that yeah, certainly helped a, me. <laughs> yeah, no, there's a large population of uh, Somali community there, which I am. I'm from Somalia. Um, having that large community there for generations as well, when they did flee from Somalia in the early 90s and they've been there this is a couple of generations in it did help like hey Kyle I'll be right back and I would go (laughs) on my own and just talk to the kids talk to the parents and see what more can we do and you know try to get more projects and more things done over there so Hold your thought there, Shafi. Joe's antsy for a break. I talked too long. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. And just as a reminder, you are listening to Searching for Service. I'm Joe Kirk. We'll be right back. For decades, eradicating polio worldwide has been Rotary's cornerstone cause. We are incredibly close to ridding the globe of this virus, but we need everyone's help to get us to the goal. World Polio Day is October 24th. Please consider making a new donation to Polio Plus or increasing your already generous giving. Go to endpolio.org to be a part of this historical eradication of polio. You will help get vaccinations to the most remote parts of our world and help fulfill a promise we made to end polio now. Two drops and it stops. Exciting news for Minnesota Rotarians. A Rotary International Site Review team is visiting the Twin Cities for three days. That's because we're under consideration to host the worldwide 2029 Rotary International Convention. So let's unite and showcase the spirit of Minnesota and our Rotary enthusiasm on Wednesday, September 27th at the Nicollet Island Pavilion in Minneapolis. It's got the best views of Minneapolis bridges and the skyline. There will be hors d'oeuvres, a cash bar, and live music from one of our own, St. Paul Peterson, who is the president-elect of Rotary Club of Edina. 
Registration is $25 and can be done through your own club or district website. Plus, there's plenty of free parking. Again, that's Wednesday, September 27th from 6 until 8 p.m. at the Nicollet Island Pavilion in Minneapolis. Come early at 5.30 and help greet our guests. So wine, dine, and mingle with visiting international state and local dignitaries on September 27th as we push for Minnesota to host the Worldwide 2029 Rotary International Convention. Rotary is a place for all community-minded people who want to serve their areas with the support of an international organization. Join Rotary to find service. Join Rotary to find inclusion. Join Rotary to find leadership. Join Rotary to find fun. Join Rotary to find friendship. Join Rotary to find a better version of the world. Find a Rotary club near you at rotary.org and click on Club Finder. There is a club out there for everyone. Find your fit with Rotary. Rotary Rotary.org. Are you ready to make a difference in your community? Rotary is a great place to get involved in your community and meet passionate groups of people as well as individuals dedicated to service and fellowship. At Rotary, we believe in the power of teamwork to bring positive change. As a member, you will have the opportunity to participate in exciting projects that address local and global challenges. From supporting educational initiatives to environmental conservation, we tackle it all. Joining a Rotary Club means becoming part of a diverse family of individuals who share a passion for giving back and having fun while making positive impact. With projects and events that enrich your community, there's something for everyone, from local initiatives to international collaborations. It doesn't matter what culture or country you come from. What matters is that you want to belong to a group that strengthens communities and creates lasting change. There's a place for everyone at Rotary, regardless of age or background. Learn more by searching for a Rotary Club in your community and visiting. Together, let's make a difference. Rotary People of Action. Of the things we think, say, or do. Is it the truth? Is it fair to walk Rotary to serve your community and the world with honesty, fairness, and goodwill. Our four-way test guides our actions every day. Is it the truth? Is it fair to all concerned? Will it build goodwill and better friendships? Will it be beneficial to all concerned? These values underpin our commitment to making a positive impact on the world. Learn more about your local Rotary Club and stop searching and start serving. And the song you're hearing now was performed by Rotary Club of Dar es Salaam Oyster Bay. Welcome back, everybody. This is Searching for Service. I'm Joe Kirk. And as a reminder, we are brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. And you can find us, Mr. Haugen, where? Um, sorry, by looking I wasn't, at, sorry, by I wasn't looking ready at, for that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was your tryout. You failed. <laughs> you can also find us on your wherever you listen to your podcast by... Uh, searching for searching for service. Yeah, and also on the Rotary fifty nine fifty dot org website or the Rotary fifty nine fifty Facebook page too. And I think there's that's some right. stuff on fifty nine sixty there too. So and, that's where I thought you were going with and that. And we Sorry. have and searching for service <laughs> just actually put up a YouTube page, oh, so you can find us on there as well. So we were just talking about the project, and Shafi, you had mentioned how nice it was to be able to, you know, speak with some of the locals, and how there's a pretty large Somalian contingent within the city. Um, can you can you expand a little bit more about maybe a, a time or two that you you had an interaction with um, some folks that you were able to get excited about? Um, so I. So Kyle had to handle some emails or some things that he had to work on. So I, I was like, hey, I have to go um, to the mosque real quick so I could do prayer. Um, so I went. There's a large mosque there within, uh, within my community. So I went in there. I just some of the guys. I had a Coke, I had a Coke bottle that I was drinking on my trip because it was either water or Coke. Me and Kyle, were, we would go back and forth shop for a lot of water um so i had a coke bottle and the kids were like can we have them 
um, please. And I'm like, it's open. I already used it. But if you want, go ahead, you know. So it was just a lot of heart. You know, felt me. I felt like I was welcome. They were like, "Can we take you around the shops, introduce you to some of the leaders there?" Um, I think it would be great for them to see somebody um, that is from their community be part of the Rotary Club. So it was kind of shocking to them. They're like, "We've never seen someone like you." So yeah, that, that was the first day we were there, and I was a little jealous. And and, and the reason the things I was taking care of was my bags when we got there. Uh, my bags did not get oh, to no. <laughs> Uganda. <clears throat> and so they came in the next day when we had already left the Kampala area or Entebbe where the airport is. We had already driven these six hours south down towards Nakavali. So when my bags got there and then I had a total of 11 laptops in the bags oh. as part of one of the global grants and one of those bags made it through and was on its way to – um, Embarara, which is a city near Nakavali. Uh, the other one, they held it up because it's like, well, why are these six computers in this suitcase? And so there was a uh, Rotarian in the South Kampala Club that was acting as my representative to go get them out of you know, customs jail, basically. <laughs> and I had to put a letter together basically authorizing him to be my contact. But, uh, but yeah, they said – Shafi goes, oh, they're just going to take me over to the mosque. And he comes back and he goes, and we saw this and we saw this and we saw this and we saw this and we saw this. And I'm going, I wanted to see all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but I think what, one of the other days, there's a, so there's three main neighborhoods in Nakavali. There's the base camp area, which was the original part, and then Juru, which has been built up. And now there, a lot of the newer refugees that are coming are in a place called Rubundo. And uh, and it's, I mean, like none of these places have any resources. Right. This has no resources. I mean, there's not electricity there. There's not anything there. Um, and th they took us over to see that area because one of the global grants we're doing, we're, part of the project is putting a uh, um, like a 100,000 liter cistern on top of the hill to hold water. Um, but I think it was really cool there. And Shafi, you probably want to talk a little bit more about this. There was a there was an area in Rabundo up on the hill, away from kind of the main neighborhood, where um, several Somali refugees were. And so they they took Shafi up there, and I think that was very impactful to you. Uh, and I'll let you go from there, Shafi. So um, when we did get to this other base camp it was just really eye-opening because there they had obviously me and kyle went down there for you know water filters and different projects that you know we could see that we're going to continue the work um they were telling me how um the water kind of holds or whatever they that we use for the water it would get um it would get turned off every two days or three days. So they would have to like save it in these big water bottle jugs to hold on the water for like two days or the water might not come back. So some of the resources were absolutely not there. And just having to speak with some of the moms and um, some of them are single moms living on a place where there's literally absolutely um, no resource. It's kind of hard to where they kind of go into things that, you know, our normal society would not accept to make ends meet, you know, and I that that kind of got me in my feelings for a little while, almost two days. I didn't feel good about it, but it was really eye opening. And what more can we do, you know, as a community to help them? Well, and it, a common thread too amongst a lot of the people that we interview that do international projects is the international project that they go on inspire something else in them. So yeah. if you were to go back what what would you want to do to uh, further serve that community? I I think the first thing I would do is our water project filter system. Um, there they absolutely don't have water, and um, we're so I was this was outside the scope of the project. So this was yeah, like yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. okay I, okay. Yeah. So one of the main things that for me I think a community can thrive and built off of is from water. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and I think with a community without water, it just struggles to grow. So water would be my first thing. 
And uh, we thought about trying to figure out a way to put a, a community garden so they can garden some food mm. and not because they didn't have a reliable transportation. And they were kind of a couple of hours away from the main um, refugee settlement. So it was just like the drive. Some of them, you would see them biking, putting their, you know, the bananas or whatever um, uh, fruit they can find on top of their head and walk for miles, you know. So for me, the biggest thing was try to figure out a way we could do a community garden and like a, a way of resource of water. A community is built on water. So that was one of the biggest takes for me. So, And that, and that's uh, to build on that a little bit. So so the two global grants we're doing in Nakavali, the first one, which is pretty well done, um, one of the schools that we've been been working with their best future school in, in Nakavali, um, it was some upgrades to the school. And so that one's about done. So we were able to see all of that. The second one is is a water project, but it's it's running piping to Best Future School so they can have water and then installing a small water filtration system. Actually, not one of the Global Water First or H2 Open Doors uh, systems just because it didn't need that much there. So we went with a, a less expensive version from Australia as well as this water tank. Um, the next idea that we have, and this is what Shafi and I spent a lot of time looking at, and Shafi spent a, a great deal of time and thought on this there and, and is working with another member of our club now on this, um, it, it is that idea of community gardening. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I mean, as you can imagine, um, when a government of a country goes ahead and gives land to United Nations High Commission for Refugees for a refugee settlement, they don't give them the best land. Right. And uh, and so as a result, they're kind of beholden to the World Food Program for their food. Well, as refugees, the amount of refugees keeps going up. And, you know, different food issues in the world keep happening and costs keep going up and everything like that. The World Food Program is having to cut their rations that they give. And so our thought is how can we help teach them sustainable gardening techniques to not only provide healthy food but more food? And and, and that's one of the challenges right now. So rather than going right right to a rotary grant part of things, we're doing a pilot project there. Hmm. Um, And that's what Shafi and another guy, Rick, from our club are working on to see if it works. And it's one of the challenges is, as I mentioned before, uh, a lot of the people in Nakavali see it as their temporary home, dot, 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 that they've been in for 20 years. So that planting a seed is to a certain degree Plans. setting up roots yeah and they don't want to do that and that's i mean that's not my thought that's a it's, couple of our club members i want to give them credit lane and michelle you guys said that first if you're listening um but it was a very interesting thing there on what, how to get past that what a fascinating mindset around like you know the refugee camp being kind of this temporary thing where some people have been there for 20 years and it's like how do you change that mindset of you know, just because this is temporary doesn't mean that it can't be sustainable. Mm-hmm. And from even from the conversation within this interview, it sounds like that they spend so much time gathering food in a day and it takes so many hours to do that. And you think about if you can break that off and go, gosh, they got two, three, four more hours a day, just how much more productive that is. I mean, I'm always blown away by when we're talking about some of these basic essentials mm-hmm. and where all the time is. Yeah. Yeah. Shafi, you want to touch on that for um, 50 seconds or so? Uh, yeah. Um, for me, that is the most important and try to figure out this, if this pilot, you know, a lot of programs, I think they get deep when the pilot person like project goes into place. Mm-hmm. And they, I think once they can see that it works, I think more people will join. You know, so and then you get us, somebody that's good at raising money, and <laughs> yeah, that helps so too. Just, yeah, just to give that hope, I think that hope, uh, just to see that, hey, can we try it for a season and see what they can learn, and can they learn that skills to carry on for life? I just feel like it's a big thing of like, don't give them the fish, teach them how to fish. I love that's it. 
I love so it. That's, that's big bigs for me. So. Well, we're going to rock out of this segment, but uh, just as a reminder, you're listening to Searching for Service, and I'm Joe Kirk, and we'll see you in the last segment. For decades, eradicating polio worldwide has been Rotary's cornerstone cause. We are incredibly close to ridding the globe of this virus, but we need everyone's help to get us to the goal. World Polio Day is October 24th. Please consider making a new donation to Polio Plus or increasing your already generous giving. Go to npolio.org to be a part of this historical eradication of polio. You will help get vaccinations to the most remote parts of our world and help fulfill a promise we made to end polio now. Two drops and it stops. Exciting news for Minnesota Rotarians. A Rotary International Site Review team is visiting the Twin Cities for three days. That's because we're under consideration to host the worldwide 2029 Rotary International Convention. So let's unite and showcase the spirit of Minnesota and our Rotary enthusiasm on Wednesday, September 27th at the Nicollet Island Pavilion in Minneapolis. It's got the best views of Minneapolis bridges and the skyline. There will be hors d'oeuvres, a cash bar, and live music from one of our own, St. Paul Peterson, who is the president-elect of Rotary Club of Edina. Registration is $25 and can be done through your own club or district website. Plus, there's plenty of free parking. Again, that's Wednesday, September 27th from 6 until 8 p.m. at the Nicollet Island Pavilion in Minneapolis. Come early at 5.30 and help greet our guests. So wine, dine, and mingle with visiting international state and local dignitaries on September 27th as we push for Minnesota to host the worldwide 2029 Rotary International Convention. Rotary is a place for all community-minded people who want to serve their areas with the support of an international organization. Join Rotary to find service. Join Rotary to find inclusion. Join Rotary to find leadership. Join Rotary to find fun. Join Rotary to find friendship. Join Rotary to find a better version of the world. Find a Rotary Club near you at rotary.org and click on Club Finder. There is a club out there for everyone. Find your fit with Rotary. Rotary.org. Are you ready to make a difference in your community? Rotary is a great place to get involved in your community and meet passionate groups of people as well as individuals dedicated to service and fellowship. At Rotary, we believe in the power of teamwork to bring positive change. As a member, you will have the opportunity to participate in exciting projects that address local and global challenges. From supporting educational initiatives to environmental conservation, we tackle it all. Joining a Rotary Club means becoming part of a diverse family of individuals who share a passion for giving back and having fun while making positive impact. With projects and events that enrich your community, there's something for everyone, from local initiatives to international collaborations. It doesn't matter what culture or country you come from. What matters is that you want to belong to a group that strengthens communities and creates lasting change. There's a place for everyone at Rotary, regardless of age or background. Learn more by searching for a Rotary Club in your community and visiting. Together, let's make a difference. Rotary People of Action. Of the things we think, say, or do. Is it the truth? Is it fair to walk Rotary to serve your community and the world with honesty, fairness, and goodwill. Our four-way test guides our actions every day. Is it the truth? Is it fair to all concerned? Will it build goodwill and better friendships? Will it be beneficial to all concerned? These values underpin our commitment to making a positive impact on the world. Learn more about your local Rotary Club and stop searching and start serving. And the song you're hearing now was performed by Rotary Club of Dar es Salaam Oyster Bay. Hey, welcome back to Searching for Service. I'm Joe Kirk. And just as a reminder, we are brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. Kyle, it has been a fun ride again. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's good to be back. Yeah. (laughs) And we figure that we'll kind of wrap up this last segment is, you know, let's kind of tie up the, the trip to Uganda and Kenya. And you've got a good little story on, um, 
Yeah, getting in. Well, getting I mentioned in. I mentioned my luggage part of things, but that was the second hassle that day. <laughs> uh, Shafi, how did getting into Uganda work for you? Um. So <laughs> after I got back to the states, about two months later, I got my visa accepted to be in Uganda. Once he was back here. Uh, once I got back, a month and a half, two months back, I got my visa approved to be in Uganda. But I was like, I've been there two months ago, but thank you guys so much for <laughs> me to be in the country. So. They went back and forth and round and round beforehand. And so he just said, well, I'm just going to show up and do it at the door. And they didn't like that and pulled him into the side room for a while and then pulled me into the side room at one point and – and first off, because I mean, Shafi, I don't think you might be saying this. It was, it was because they have some issues with the Somali government or whatever. So they were sure. a little worried about, okay, why is this Somali guy trying to come into Uganda? And and one of the ladies, when I went back there, she actually apologized. She said, "Sorry, I know we're racially profiling, but we have to do it. We have to do it." I said, "I, <laughs> I said, I don't think I can criticize that. I mean, I understand. I don't like it, but I understand, and I can't criticize. I'm from the United States. We're the worst." <laughs> <laughs> and and then and she laughed. But then a few minutes later, I said, "Look, this guy's a good guy. You know, I'm vouching for Shafi." And they go, "Well." How do you know you're not just saying that? I mean, he could be a spy for the CIA and you could be his handler. And I just started laughing. I said, oh, my I'm God. i not I, that cool. I, that's exactly what I said. I said, oh, my God, I wish I was that cool. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, nope, I'm just here to do some water projects and stuff. So The yeah. name's Kyle. Kyle Bond. <laughs> so, so the rest of the trip, we just kind of joked about how, you know, Shafi was the international super spy and I was his handler. And, <laughs> and, and yeah, so when, when we finally said, I said, he's already has his visa to get into Kenya, like in five days. Right. Oh, he does? Yeah, go ask him for it. And that's when they, that's when they got through it. You know, other than when they were asking you for, what, 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 was, the, what was the top bid? 500 bucks to let you in? Five hundred dollars. So it started at thirty dollars, and it moved to two hundred dollars. To then it was a five hundred dollar bid. Who says money but, can't buy you happiness. <laughs> my, 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 my thing was everybody wanted to help me and so helpful, but it was going to cost me five hundred dollars. Where the visas was fifty dollars. And, and this, my thing was sounds like a bad deal. Carl, to me. Is, Carl is a cool guy. I'm a cool guy, but we're here to do community service. Yep. Um, can you please let let's work together to figure out and then um it was just at the end it was just it was just like hey um we have an issue with somali i'm like i'm somali american you see my passport (laughs) i am from the united states of america please let me (laughs) so it was it was uh and this is happening you know we have this other lady elizabeth and her 10 year old traveling with us we've been on a flight for a day trying to get them okay looking you know i know shafi's back in the back room getting whatever waterboard or whatever's going on back there and i'm and i'm looking you know i'm standing at baggage claim going um my bag's not here. Where's my luggage? <laughs> and so, you know, go in there, and while I'm in there, they're telling me, oh, it's still in Amsterdam. And Shafi goes, hey, they want to talk to you now. So it was a. <laughs> you guys this, were popular. This is about midnight, you know? <laughs> yeah. Look at, look at it this way. Next time you guys go, you guys will be able to just meet some old friends and be able to be like, hey. <laughs> I, do, I do have my, uh, the new visa. It doesn't expire for a whole year, and I didn't use it yet. So maybe. Maybe. There you go. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. I had. Yeah, you can tell your wife, honey. I have to go back. Yeah. I have this visa now, <laughs> and I'm not going through that crap again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was pretty, fun. It was, pretty, it was pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, Shafi, I wanted to make sure that we did just spend a few minutes on. You're doing some pretty cool stuff within the Prior Lake School District too. In terms yeah. of bringing in, um, you know, and we're going to just kind of change some gears because, yeah. you know, uh, you're bringing in culturally appropriate food into the schools. Talk to us a little bit about that, how that started and, you know, where it's going. Shafi, I wasn't going to let you get on a podcast and not <laughs> talk about that. This is so cool. Yeah. So um, as as a refugee, as growing up in a small town, Mankato, you know, one of the things that as an adult, I promised myself is to 
make a change, you know, whether, you know, I find good people within districts that are willing to listen. So we have this thing going on called Try Tuesdays and World Wednesdays in the Prior Lake schools. And I really got behind that initiative because as a student at early, you know, um, uh, childhood, I did not eat food at school because it was pork or it just didn't fit my palate. It was just all sort of things, you know. So I was really scared. I ate pork one day. After that, I never ate school lunch for a long time unless it was the uncrustable peanut butter jelly sandwiches. Yeah. Which are amazing, you know. <laughs> after, I think after it was like Michelle Obama that kind of took that away. Um, but for me, uh, once I got into, you know, working with the Rotary and working with different people in the community, I really saw this opportunity to change school lunches in a better way. It hasn't changed in about since I was a high school or a middle school. So for me, it was, can we bring the, um, you know, World Wednesday to different school districts? Well, and Prior Lake was the first. What kind of food are you bringing in? It, it's literally African food, Latino food, any sort of food that the kids might be interested in, you know? So... For me, the first one we have done was Somali rice and sambusas, right? And I have the video to show you. The line, it never got that long at the high school or the middle school. And I took pictures of the kids' plates just to see um, to um, see if they would eat or not. The food ran out. In no the way. First, the food ran out in the first lunches, correct. All those school district folks out there, I think we, uh, I think we all need to get together and figure this out. <laughs> and, and yeah, now, Shafi, and, and, go ahead. And I, I work with you know um, a really amazing um, you know uh, restaurant. It's uh, has four locations. It's called Afro Deli. They just won the Small Business uh, Award of the Year and the, in the nation. Um, it's oh, located wow. here yeah. of the city of Minnesota. Like they're located in St. Paul, Minneapolis. They're at the U U of M campus, so they serve they service everyone. They're in the airports, so you, at some point, someone did have the food, and they were like, "Oh, it's amazing," but they didn't really connect it. How can they serve these students at where they're at? So for me, and they're also in the state fair. So if you do go to state fair, there are in the state fair this year, so it's pretty cool. Huge. Love it. And, and Shafi, what other school districts are you working with now? I know um, it's at least yeah, Prior Lake and Fairville. So Friar Lake, Fairboat, right now we're working on a pilot in St. Cloud, Mankato. I'm trying to get in touch with Northfield. So it's pretty huge. I just got the VP of Blue Cross Blue Shield um, Diversity Equity to get behind it. I've talked to Lieutenant. I talked to the governor. I talked to a few mayors. A lot of people are in, on board to do this pilot program. So, Well, how can, how can uh, people listening to this show help you? Um, is just to get the World uh, Wednesday out there for the kids to experience it. They don't have to travel around the world to get food, to try food from other countries, but it can come to their schools. Hmm. So, well, cool. Yeah. I, I really appreciate you working on that. And it sounds like it's been a, a really nice success. And then you mentioned the local business angle at it too. So it's kind of supporting a, a local business as well. So it seems to have a lot of different tentacles that really, really help the, the community and, you know, create some diversity, not only in our food, but in our culture. And, you know, so mm -hmm. thank you so much for championing that. And man, diving in two feet <laughs> into the deep end. He's in. <laughs> He's in. Well, we got about, we got about two minutes left, you guys. I mean, you know what? What do we want to talk about? Like, where do where do we see this uh, world? You know, the, this this food program going, Shafi. Where where do we see it going? Um. So um, I got. So we have few meetings that are coming up with different directors, different executives. There's a good group called. Um, I think they do a good nonprofit work. It's called Good in the Hood. Mm -hmm. I've been trying to get an uh, introduction with the executive director. He's doing a really amazing job at different universities um, and just to getting more students involved and, you know, having the universities kind of like channel through um, the community and just helping them out and send up like food banks and different things. So for me, it was just tackling different executive um, directors, try to get everybody at the table and say, Hey, the work is really happening. 
but can we do more, you know, for the younger students? So, man, that's such great. That's so great. Kyle, any parting last words to wrap up a great show, by the way? Yeah, I just think it's, I, I think it's, it's, it, it's been really fun. You know, I mean, I, I'll be in Rotary 20 years this fall and, um, I've seen a lot, done a lot, but, but now to be able to see somebody like Shafi coming in with, with all the ideas, all the energy and just in real time watching these light bulbs go on over his head and, and being able to see what he's, he's experiencing and, and, and knowing that there's other, hopefully other younger, newer Rotarians out there listening to the same thing enough so that we didn't even get to talk about how he was like the bouncer in the pit at the music fest. Maybe next time on <laughs> next, that one. Next time. <laughs> Well, and just as a reminder, everybody, you've been listening to Searching for Service. I'm Joe Kirk, and this is your reminder to stop searching and start serving. I knew that one.